Welcome back, everybody. It's Far Out Dudes. It's another week and another Far Out Conversation. I'm one of your hosts, Paul, along with the co-hosts, Joseph mm. and Jacob. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's going on? Hey, it's me, Jacob. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I'm Joseph, so we can differentiate oh, okay. from the voices. The voices. Oh, okay. Voices. Yes. Oh, voices. Jacob's got a book again. Yeah, because it's so hard to tell us apart when we're listening. Well, actually, um, this week's going to be a very clip-heavy week. So I got a lot of clips for you. So oh. basically, you never just have your own notes. You always have, like, other people's, other people's information. Uh, Yeah. I don't got time to... I, 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 um, he doesn't have time I'm an the aggregator. whole day he's I'm an aggregator of information. You can literally just write some of your stuff down as you're watching it, like... But why? When you can and get it from your, the source, and then put your own thoughts together. When you can get it, why would you? When you can get it from the source, because people don't have to believe me. They can. They can want, hear the but, source, but they're listening to us to hear our perspective of things. Yeah, we're this gonna, isn't a clip show. Don't try to turn it into a clip show. I'm not turning it into a clip show. I'm just saying that people. I so Jacob I think has people would want to hear the a, source of the information rather than some random guy just. All you have to do things. is state the source. Yeah. So I got the information from blah 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 blah. No, I think they would Not rather hear blah, the blah, 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 All right, an actual. Person. Um, they rather just uh, for us have to worry about um, licensing inform stuff because we're gonna no, play a not. whole clip because that's what he did about the you book can, of fair use. You can clip Jacob. Jacob almost read like the entire book last week. That's under fair. Well, use. the guy who I'm reading books. the book uh, is dead. So just don't just don't use any Nintendo clips, no matter what. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Oh, Nintendo I was just gonna come play. after you. Oh, woohoo! Yeah. Woohoo! I did not play freaking Mario. <laughs> Mario. Okay. Have y'all ever seen that clip with Mario in different languages? Nah. We can play that in uh okay. three guys in a drink. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> three so guys in a drink, our other podcast. So by Jacob, the way. check go, it out. Yeah, hey. so uh Jacob go ahead and uh, get us started on what you What do you uh, got? This all is the part two of the, your the, uh, yes. the deep so diving. We left, we left off mm-hmm. talking about the Brotherhood of the Snake. Uh-huh. And this time we're gonna talk about uh Do you mean the bro- the Brotherhood of the Snake? Snakes. <laughs> They're very slithery. <laughs> um They may or may not be gay. <laughs> So we're going to talk about the Jason Society. The Jason Society. The, the first Jason. one. Yes, Jason. Like Jason versus Freddy? The quest. Jason Voorhees? No, Jason as in Jason and the Argonauts. Oh, uh, okay. Because oh. I remember you saying that when uh, one time you had visited a lake and there was like a... Yes. You remember that story you told us? Camp Tukadaka Wagachaka? Yeah. And you said... I don't think it was that camp. Yeah, and you said... AJ thought everything, all the... All, all, the, all stories the stories were, were real. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? AJ, the intern, is oh, sitting that here. that idiot. <laughs> no, he's not here. He's such an idiot. He, I'm glad he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, uh... Actually, he is there. We we have him sitting in the corner looking at the wall, <laughs> and we've list, lifted up his mic because he never speaks. We pay we him, him just on. enough so he won't quit. <laughs> yeah, we have just him sitting so in the corner. Him. We have him sitting in the corner, uh, Blair Witch style, <laughs> just standing there. We're we're having him. Uh, we're MK Ultra. He's uh, right doing now. what we what uh, parents used to do to their kids when they were younger: just put them in the corner, then make them kiss the cone, love the cone, hug the cone. <laughs> all right. Go so all right. <laughs> the first secret society we're going to talk about because we're going to go like I was mentioned. We talked about the Brotherhood of the Snake, and um, oh, you need to do it with the lisp. I know, but all right. <laughs> okay. Um. So now we're going to talk about the date. I bit my tongue. I just bit my tongue. That's just the way he speaks with his with his tongue. Going to I just talk like tongue. Mike Tyson. You think that Mike Tyson? Anyways, uh, our uncle Johnny's going to oh, show goes up. Deeper voice our, to show how our, deep our, his voice goes. Our uncle Johnny's going to show up pretty soon. He's going to give his opinion on the Jason Society. And, I don't think um, he is. But go ahead. And uh, the Rosicrucians. That's what we're going to talk gonna, about today. I'm not going to come on the show that's, until later on. That's not Johnny. That's not Johnny. Oh, that's Joby. <laughs> so um, let's start off with clip number one, the Jason right. Society, and we're going we're gonna to get the background of the lady who's going to oh, tell us about oh, it. Oh, let me say something real quick. You can literally just tell us what the lady is saying. You Hold have on. to literally play the entire video. Hold on. He's got... Um, don't start with the dog again. 
Uh, so instead of reading the book, he's just gonna play clips. Instead of reading the book, I'm not. They're yeah. they're short. He's he's finding different ways to keep us entertained. <laughs> not, the time. They're short not writing his own notes. Thirty second clips. I really would like it if you would like come up with your own notes and you say, "Hey, so the video of this lady on YouTube here it is. For, we'll have the link for you, the audience for you guys to find. But this is what she said." But why when I can just show them? All right, go ahead and play the clip. You're going to show them? Right. You were literally a podcast with no video. Oh, wow. I forgot to take it off double speed. Oh, yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah, interesting. Did you guys, let's, I hope you guys got that. Like, the, I hope the audience heard that. All right, let's start. Let's, let's uh, do this over. Round two. And in the book, um, Anne Finkbeiner is a freelance writer who writes frequently about astronomy, cosmology, and other science topics. She's the director of the graduate program in science writing at Johns Hopkins. Okay, Johns wow. Hopkins. I'm glad you played that clip. She's from Johns Hopkins. Very, very prestigious. I think you could have did all that. She is, or just... the person who wrote the book is. I'm a, I, I'm a little confused. Maybe no, she wrote attention. a book. She wrote a book about the Jason Society. Oh, okay. So let me get this straight. You couldn't just say, hey, this lady that I'm about to play a clip of was John Hopkins and blah, 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 and then play the clip. Yeah. We had to listen to her <laughs> explain this. Well, I, I wanted what I'm saying? people he, to hear it he's from like, the source. As much less work that he has to do during his Play the freaking clip. Like, let me continue. Minimize any kind fire. of effort of watching of doing research. And she's currently working just, on a book. I'm just gonna play this documentary. This is, <laughs> this is this is this is him digging deep, everybody. <laughs> Dude, okay, would people rather hear some random guy talking about this or an expert from Jobs? Oh, you Hopkins? mean the show? <laughs> we're, I'm gonna play the clips and okay. then we're gonna talk about the clips. Okay, go ahead. Maybe if she she was actually invited onto the show and she was here. To like listen to her, yes, but but videos they can watch on their own. We want to lead them to the the information that we have, but also give them our perspective and our notes yes. from what we have. I'm giving the source. Okay, go ahead, and then it. we're gonna talk about play it. the video. John Johns Hopkins, she's in John Hopkins. Yes, so she's, she's in John not Hopkins. not to be confused with Anthony Hopkins University. <laughs> so she's part of John Hopkins. University. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't know it was going to be such a big deal. Okay, let's get into clip Hurry number up. two. <laughs> that was the first <laughs> clip? Yes, <laughs> introducing her. Okay, go. What? Go. Play the next clip. Just play the you next You literally clip. could have done that on your own. <laughs> Just play the next clip. I'm playing play the, the next clip. So people can play the next clip. Have y'all ever never listened to a clip. Pop podcast? Play the next clip. Just go. Have you ever listened oh to Radio Lab, the podcast? Just can have they ever, literally asking you? They literally have, do you listen clip? to the same podcast that I listen to because that's what they do on their podcast. Yes, very. So that's what I'm going to do. Very popular. We, we got to follow the format of very popular podcasts. Uh, well, I've been telling you to play the next clip. Okay, and now she's going to talk about the origins of the Jason Society. Okay, not you. Jason turns out to be a bunch of academic scientists who spend their summers doing largely secret work. They started back in 1960 as part of the government's reaction to Sputnik. Many of the early Jasons were theoretical physicists, and though they branched out into other sciences, physicists are still overrepresented. In any case, they're generally hotshots. Of the roughly 100 Jasons over time, 42 have been elected to the National Academy of Science, Sciences, Eight have won MacArthur Awards, one won Mathematics Fields Medal, and 11 have Nobel Prizes. Jason is asked questions by various parts of the Defense Department, and in particular for its first 40 years by DARPA. I don't have to tell you what DARPA is, right? Yes, you do. For the listeners, Jacob, tell us what DARPA stands for. Defense Against Raptors and Predators... Agency. <laughs> Joseph. It stands for Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Thank you. DARPA. So one of the things that people say that DARPA has created is weather. what? Controlling weather. Oh, weather control. Weather control. I was on control one of the episodes. Weather control. Do you, do you remember we talked about that in the last previous episode on how... You, the last previous... You knew, you mean a well, previous episode? Previous episodes, yeah. Uh -huh. Where I had... 
brought that up as a as a actual conspiracy fact. It yeah. was one of our it was our conspiracy fact episodes. Mm-hmm. If y'all haven't listened to that, go back and listen to our conspiracy fact episode. I spoke about DARPA. What episode is that, PJ? And uh, I believe it was the second or third episode. <laughs> but <laughs> no, the third episode was Mandela effect. Okay, conspiracy facts. Just go back look at it. But I talked about how the government has created weather controlling devices. If I recall correctly, you were just reading off of a a list of 40, 40 conspiracies. You didn't know I read truth. off the conspiracy and then we talked about the conspiracy. Yes. I'm playing <laughs> clips and we're no, talking no, no. about Stop arguing about <laughs> anyway. the freaking principle of the matter. But the reason I bring the reason it. I stop uh, the reason I, I stopped to talk about this because uh-huh. I remember you specifically going, so you truly believe that there's weather machines out there that are con- that the government is controlling the weather. And I was like, Yes. Do you remember that conversation? I do no, remember it. Yeah. And I so, remember also telling you And what it what is slapping the table all the yeah. time. <laughs> and what it what is the main thing that is going on right now that they're like it's an ex Extra, Exis, existential crisis right now. The drought, climate change. Oh yeah, climate change. That's a part of it, I guess. Yeah. You know, the Jason Society actually, when they looked into climate change, and they thought it wasn't going to get hot, but in fact, there was going to be an ice age. Yeah, remember that, like yeah. back in the seventies. Well, there's a there's a lot of theories out there that go back. But and at forth the same time, say. we've learned a lot more. Than they knew from like the 70s. I mean, yeah. you can go back and say a lot of stuff about, oh, they said this in the 70s uh-huh. about medication or well, something else. They, they so, but but my thing, my, my thing about the whole weather situation mm-hmm. is the clim- climate does change. Mm-hmm. That's Earth. Earth has changed. Literally, the climate has changed over thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Millions of years. Yeah. Well, so, also, they've been did, wrong. Well, at all one the point time. on the Earth, was there not an ice age? What caused the ice age if there was hardly any humans here? Um, well, what happened Not was creating climate change. What about all the other different well, types of... The argument is that we're excelling it, not so much that we're causing it. I think it first started off that we were causing it, but now it's that we're excelling it to an unnatural rate. So if we're excelling it, why aren't we stopping the people who create the most of it? Like that's what we China talked about a while ago. Remember, or I was Russia? Like, why isn't Greta Thunberg, Thornberg, whatever her name is, yeah. going to like China or India or yeah, these huge? Well, they, well, they always areas. try to put the blame on people. When I think I you know saw what a it statistic is? that's like 100, 100 corporations uh, generate seventy percent of all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know they always is. try to push it on the individual. And most of it is in China, probably. You know, China. So uh, it was funny because um, it's funny that we're talking about this because I was actually I like to watch those little um, tickers that uh, that say like you know the news tickers who who, who uh, the most popular car throughout the years and it like goes Ford, Chevy, and mm-hmm. everything like that, and it's like it. At oh the yeah, years, yeah. Like that. where it go out throughout the years yeah. it's like what's popular yeah, and you yeah, see and then it like it says uh which country has been the most popular or created the has grown the most uh, industrial whatever uh-huh. so i actually saw one yesterday and it, it showed like which country produces the most co2 emissions mm-hmm. okay so back it, it started like in 1920 right and then it ro- worked its way all the way to 2020 mm-hmm. so the majority of the time, which country do you think created the most CO2 emissions? Like early days? Yeah. Great Britain. I'm going to go with Russia. America. Oh. America, oh, really? the industrial age, we kind of spurred that they, up. Uh, they they had measurements from back then? I That's apparently. So then throughout the years, all the way up until probably about 2011, it switched. And then which country do you think that took over? Uh, India. China. China. China took over. Okay. America's still in second place, and then it's India. So you were close. Um, but at our highest point, we created about 6 million tons of CO2 emissions a year. Okay. Now we have brought it down to 4 million. Okay. Or billion. I don't know. And remember. let me guess, China's 20. China, well, about, I think it, they got they got up to about 11, and they're now at 10. As okay. as far as twenty twenty goes, so they have they're they're pretty much double what we are. 
mm-hmm. but yet we can we continue to be the ones being told to change the way we're doing things. Well, I mean, we're second place. I would say, yeah, I can I can understand that. I, I would still think that we're not creating enough to create so much damage to the earth. But <coughs> well, it's not just the thing is China and the U.S. It's you're, every other country. You're literally too. getting to a point where the left has is telling you you can't fart anymore. You better freaking put it in a bottle or something. Yeah. And then burn it off. Don't have cows because they fart and create emissions. That's actually false. Not according like, to AOC. Well, the whole and I believe everything meat, she says. Like all their statistics are actually really wrong. Because she is literally our Latin big booty Latina. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna swing it back video. around to Jacob's uh, video we, there. We somehow started after that about political uh, political run there. <laughs> My bad. But have y'all seen that video? I'm a, uh, I'll bring it up on three guys and a drink yeah. today. So okay, it's hilarious. But have you seen it? You made me see forget it, what no. I was gonna talk about. <laughs> We're on the Jason right, Jason Society. Yeah, yeah well, we can have a climate. And they just show. had. We started talking DARPA. about DARPA. Yes. So Jason Society, the Quest. By the way, all all this all these clips are from a lady's talk at Microsoft. Uh, and okay, so by the way, this lady, um, all these clips are from the same lady, and this was a talk by her given. There's a talk given by her at Microsoft. So Microsoft usually has these talks and they put them on YouTube for people to watch. Uh-huh. Well, this is a weird one, but all right. Uh did she at the beginning did she announce her pronouns though? No, no Microsoft oh, does. Another that. another thing. This was from like 2001, 2004. Oh, okay, so pronouns didn't exist yeah, back then, it wasn't, so yeah. Was as big. Yeah. This is pre this is pre uh it's okay, pre two thousand. We get it. Go fifteen. Play, play the clip. Yeah. Okay, and then this clip is about something. I'm not sure. Let's play the clip. Let's we'll all listen to it together. Oh, great. In June of 1982, Fugate asked Jason for help on a specific problem. The laser guide star faded out with height, the way a flashlight does. It didn't go high enough into the turbulent atmosphere, and the images of anything higher would remain uncorrected. So Fugate went to Jason's summer study and presented the problem. Will Happer, who is an atomic scientist from Princeton, said, you know, there's this nice layer of sodium up around 90 or 100 kilometers, and all you have to do is shine a laser on it, and you can make an artificial star. Fugate said, and I got this dumbfounded look on my face like, is there sodium at 90 kilometers? There is. In the mesosphere, near the top of the atmosphere, is a layer of sodium atoms put there by meteors which hit the atmosphere and vaporize. Happer said he knew about the sodium layer by chance. I don't know how I knew it, but I knew it, he said. And since that sodium layer was 90 to, kilometer, 90 to 100 kilometers up, it was above the lower turbulence and effectively all the distortion could be corrected. Happer, working with another net Jason named Gordon MacDonald, a geologist who had been at Dartmouth but was now a chief scientist at MITRE Corp, both spent the summer figuring out whether the atmosphere's sodium layer had enough sodium to fluoresce brightly enough to make a nice bright guide star, and luckily it almost did. Okay. So, so summarize that. So the Jason Society, some two guys that are part of Jason, they're trying to figure out how they can make a guide star, and they figure out there's, well, they don't figure out. One of the guys uh, theorizes that there's sodium in the atmosphere, and he's like, well, we can use the sodium to create the the star for the guidance system. And let's go on to clip number three. So there's there's sodium in the mesosphere of the at, of our atmosphere. Yes, a sodium layer. This isn't a this sodium isn't, layer. This isn't the takeaway f- from the videos. This, this is just really interesting, up. though. Well, I mean, it's pretty. Yeah, because they said and if you, you put a laser, laser there, you, you create a star. An artificial is basically star. what he's say- what they're saying is that what, like, are we mistaken? I'm guessing it's the yeah. light, right? Like <clears throat> I don't mean they just a stationary mean like an light, like star, an actual but star, like but like some sort of guidance system. Yeah. Okay, let's go on. Let's continue the clip. The sponsors were very happy. Happer said, "They were so excited about this that they clamped down really hard on security." The new idea became so completely classified in such a small compartment with such a short list of those who'd need to know 
that for a while even Happer and McDonald didn't have the clearances to know about it. Happer and McDonald were a little unhappy that something so useful to astronomers was a secret, but they didn't do anything about it. So we hear all the time about people, they, <clears throat> whenever we talk about like, oh, maybe the UFOs are actually government things, mm-hmm. and we just don't know that the government has the technology yet, and which I have a theory about that now too, which, which I'll get into. Have, I think we've talked about this, like uh, most of the time the government has the technology and we slowly end up getting a, some of that into the the public public later in the future what a lot of people say is that oh the government couldn't keep something like that a secret somebody's gonna tell it's kind of like how we talked about the gps how gps was like created years ago and now it's just now it's commercial Mm -hmm. commercialized but it was years ago they had a gps like in the in the 50s or something now is it true or still true at least the length of time that the like the technology that the government has is like 20 years ahead of what we have that, that we have like commercial basically. Yeah. That we have available. Yeah. Just based on like how big private companies are developing their own stuff. Well, the sad part too, is that it, it it reminds me of what we talked about last podcast Mm -hmm. where, uh, what, what was the, uh, parallel universes? No, 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 no. We were talking about, um, Oh, we got into that. All right. We we were talking (laughs) about the lower, the the lower being the lower people for um the Freemasons yeah right so the lower the 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 uh, grunt people really yes. don't know about what is higher up mm-hmm. so you think about like people in the military and we go dude the government doesn't have that kind of technology yeah because we've never seen it yeah and Just then, because they're really low on the totem pole yeah because most of the time it's happening in these other sites that you have to literally be at this higher level to be able yeah. to have that kind of access to mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of one of those things where we heard about like laser guns. And then it wasn't until about five years after I got five or 10 years after I got out, they actually have them on Navy ships now where they have laser guns. Oh, the, the rail rifle. Yeah. Well, it's not, a, it's not a laser gun. It's, it just uses, well, it, I mean for magnetic the magnetic pe- field. So like, launch the at least that's the rail rifle well it launches the projectile like super fast no 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 this isn't a projectile oh okay. this is the literal laser a laser yeah oh yeah i know what you, yeah it aims and explodes uh yeah. thing the missiles yeah and while they're about. even moving yeah so it yeah. actually so it it's like them. something that you you really thought like oh wow lasers but then right now they've kind of just bring out a little bit of what they have which yeah. they've probably progressed it pretty it's just I feel like this is all like even though they've brought it out, it's still like testing for us. Yeah, to I think, think that they're still testing. No, no, I think they're they, still testing, but they they brought out like, oh, here's a finished design. Well, here here's the other next level of that. Now we have space force. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and did y'all know the DoD actually released a statement about aliens and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, well, and here, right. here's the next thing is that you know that they're actually now they actually have uh, recruitment videos for Space Force. No, they I do. Yeah. I thought they were going to toss all that out once like no. Trump got out of the office. Well, that's the funny thing, right? People were making fun of Trump and like, that's so dumb. Why are you making a Space Force? Mm-hmm. So the DOD releases releases uh, documents on UFOs. Trump, ha- you know, Trump creates the Space Force. DOD releases those things. We now have laser uh, on ships. I mean, we're getting to that point where we're going into the future. I read a headline that China's trying to claim a little bit of the moon, too. (laughs) (coughs) Well, and then... I don't know. It was just a headline. We'll get to a point where we're going to have a podcast on the moon, right? Like how we've never really been there, I thought. There's a moon base. Aliens have a moon base there. On the dark side of the moon. But what I think, if the UFOs are government... Things. The reason they don't release the technology is one, they don't want to release it and the enemies get a hold of the technology. They don't have a way to combat it yet. Reverse I think they're. It. Yeah, they, they want to wait until they have like some kind of countermeasure some for kind of the def- aircraft. Kind, some kind of defense for it. Yeah, before they release like it. Out. Some, like a shield. Like a shielding. Like a, back a door, shielding a or back a laser that will track it and blow it up. Mm but uh, I guess this kind of threw me off, and I forgot what we were actually talking about. We're talking about the Jason Society. 
yeah, yeah. And but. then the second theory is, I forgot because you freaking threw me off track. Because I know. Me. <laughs> well, these little tidbit things just make my mind go. And yeah, I wonder. I was trying to find Literally. the. I'm, lo- I'm lost the where I'm wondering right now. So, but going back but. to our original point, people say you know the people that doubt conspiracy theories, they're like, oh, nobody can keep the secret for that long. Blah 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 blah. And she's saying that these two guys invented some new technology and they wanted to help the astron that would also help astronomers like uh, with their astronomy science stuff. Not yeah. sure. Not too well uh, informed on the technical details about this. But they kept it a secret. And then let's uh, continue the clip. Within a year or two, the adaptive optic system with its sodium laser guide star passed its proof of principle test. Meanwhile, Jason continued working on the whole system. Tapper and McDonald were joined by two others, including Freeman Dyson and Claire Max, a new Jason who was then at Livermore. The Jasons wrote three reports, one each in 1982, 83, and 84. The Jasons were also still thinking about astronomy, and for the 84 report, Max said she and Dyson worked out the design of an adaptive optic system mounted on a telescope along with the sodium laser guide star. But no one could tell the astronomers because the Jason reports were classified. The tightness of the security makes it all the more wonderful that in 1985, in the international journal Astronomy and Astrophysics, two French astronomers published the suggestion that adaptive optics might be aided by sodium laser guide stars. The French astronomer's publication got the attention of the astronomical community, which got all excited and began sending NSF proposals for grants to build a sodium laser guide star. Okay, so after a while, these French scientists discover the same thing that these two American scientists discover, and now the government's in a conundrum. Because now people are sending requests for grants to make something the government already has and knows about. And supposedly they don't. Yes. They hadn't. There's no information about this yet. Because it's kept so... Hush, hush. Yeah, under like tight lock and key. Yep. That not even the people who discovered it (laughs) have... Have the clearance. Yeah, and like have deeper information about it. All right, let's continue the clip. The person who got the proposals was a program director at NSF named Wayne Van Sitters. Van Sitters also happened to have been working on a DOD advisory panel and knew about the military work on laser guide stars. So Van Sitter asked the scientists on the other side of the curtain, he said, to review the astronomers' proposals to see if they would be reinventing something or barking up the wrong tree. Clearly, the sodium laser guide star was now public, and the cat wasn't going to go back into the bag. So Van Sitter's Fugate and other scientists began meeting to consider their options. One option was to do nothing, refuse to fund the proposals, and let American astronomers struggle along the best they could. But European astronomers were beginning to install adaptive optic systems, making the American astronomers look bad. Another option was to fund the astronomers, And the problem with that was that the taxpayer would be paying for the same expensive technology twice, once through the military and once through NSF. So they chose the third option, declassify the technology and turn it over to the astronomers. All along, keeping the technology classified had had the drawback of a lot of classified research, which is the military program in adaptive optics was small enough and classified enough that As Fugate said, you can't bounce ideas off of a lot of other people. And there are a lot of smart people in the astronomy community. So like I just mentioned, Mm -hmm. they they decided not to pay for it twice, and they just gave them the technology, the government's uh, version They just released it. Yep. So that's pretty crazy. Just like, oh, hey, well, where'd you get this? No, <laughs> here's the machine yeah. though. <laughs> All right, here, and here here's the system. So, what exactly does the laser guide star do, Jacob? Uh, maybe it 
makes a thing that they can point their missile at so it'll go it's literally it's literally on wikipedia you can look okay. up laser guide star what is it so uh, according to uh, wikipedia it says a laser guide star is an artificial star image created for use in an uh, astronomical adaptive optic system which are employed in large telescopes in order to correct atmospheric distortion of light the adaptive optic system requires a wavefront reference source of light called a guide star. Natural stars can serve as a point source for this purpose, but s- sufficiently bright stars are not available in all parts of the sky, which greatly limits the usefulness of natural guide star adaptive optics. Instead, one can create artificial guide stars by shining a laser into the atmosphere. Yes. So what does that mean? I have no idea. That's not the point of the story, though. Oh, okay. The point of the story is that they were able to keep, keep, they were able to maintain a secret, maintain secrets about this technology. Oh, that was your whole point. Not that the laser guide star was anything import of importance. No, not really. Okay, so you were just showing <clears throat> that the Jasons, the group of Jasons, actually were able to maintain the secret, the whole secretness. The government was able to secretive. The government had this new revolutionary thing that would help astronomy, and they were able to keep it under wraps. Well, yeah, it's mainly because there was only two people at the time that knew about it, who but, discovered it, but and then to, it went into like lock and key. Did you did you ever see a picture of the apparatus that they used to create it? They actually have pictures on Wikipedia mm-hmm. of the lasers. Is it a big up. laser or is it a small laser? It's a pretty big laser. So Look. they were able to keep this giant laser. I mean, it it's under wrap. I would say it's kind of the size of a small refrigerator. Like the little small like um mini fridges. Like mini fridges, yeah. yeah. Like dorm rooms. Yeah, it's but not, the it's other not like equipment the giant. attached to it is pretty big, right? Uh I would say so, yeah. And so even then, even then, I don't think they kept it under wraps. I'm pretty sure someone was like, "Oh, they got this, this, and that," and it was like, "That's a cons- like, and, no and way." And you know, it's probably that. it's probably like one of those things where you can't go past this point because they're doing some kind of secret uh-huh. testing, and only the people and they probably had like signed non disclosure agreements where like if you say anything, you're fired or you're you're done, mm-hmm. or the Clintons come after you and you get killed. You and, there, and you commit suicide. Yeah, there is that, another. I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, the Clintons <laughs> come after you, and because of them coming after you, you decide to commit suicide. And there is another thing that the Jasons built, and during the Vietnam War, there was this uh, device that they put along some border. I'm not sure what the border is. I'm sure you can look it up. McNamara uh, line. Oh, you found the thing. Mm-hmm. So that was released in the Pentagon Papers. And she has a totally different interpretation than the guy I'm about to uh, not read from, but summarize from, since uh, mm-hmm. apparently you guys don't like reading. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, that's uh, we would like you to summarize it all so we can, you know, we're not, I mean, I get it's good that we have a source that you yeah. can read from. Kind of like you said, well, what is the laser guide? And I go, oh, well, I found it right here. Let me read that point. But not for you to do read your- Read the text. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So um, she takes a whole different, she's like very pro-Jason. And like, if you watch the entire lecture that she gives, mm-hmm. uh, she's very pro-Jason and like loves Pro-Jason. them. Yeah. Is it because you think that she's maybe trying to join? Uh, no, they only let scientists I also in. love Jason. Writer. Well, I guess because one, <laughs> one of the things that I read about the Jasons while, I, while, we were, while you were talking, I looked them up because I uh-huh. didn't know anything about them. But... DARPA and Jason have separated ties. They don't work together anymore. Uh, and one of the reasons, and the reason why, and the, it kind of why I'm saying, like, does she want to join the Jasons is because it was because DARPA wanted to select somebody to join the Jasons. And Jasons, the Jasons were saying, no, only we get to invite. We are the ones who select. The members select who yeah. will be the next person, but not an outside. And so because... Yeah, get the outsider in there and get more and then yeah. take over it. So the, since since the Jasons didn't allow DARPA to do it, they kind of separate. I think that may be like some type of uh, <clears throat> lie that they're telling people just to make people think that they separated ties. Okay. Because this lecture 
during this lecture, I didn't clip it, but she talks about how uh, DARPA wanted to install three guys into one of the teams. Three guys in one, one drink? I guess. <laughs> one was a PhD and two didn't have PhDs, and the Jason's people didn't want any three of them. And they were like, okay, cool. You don't have to take any three. You don't have to take the three of them. So I don't think that's true. I think they just make that up. But Maybe she does one go. Of the reasons, but that Vietnam line thing. Well, I think <laughs> what I think is that. I guess I should say this to explain what it what it was saying. It's not that they've completely cut ties with each other. Uh-huh. It's just that DARPA is no longer funding Jason. Jason's getting its funding from somewhere. DARPA, used but they to be never. Them. But the unique thing about the Jason Society too that she mentions mm-hmm. was that they didn't need DARPA's money. Like, they were all self-funded. Yeah. So they would just go and help and, like, shoot around ideas. Yeah, yeah. And help uh, DARPA just for fun. Okay. Just well, to, like, I, help the country. Well, that's what w- that's what Wikipedia is saying, is that, that one of the reasons they kind of separated, well, not literally, they didn't separate ways because the Jasons still continue to work with DARPA. It's yeah. just they, they, didn't have, they didn't allow them to take more control of, like, their research and stuff like that because yeah. they were taking funding from them. And mm-hmm. in 2002, they stopped taking funding from DARPA because DARPA Maybe tried to uh after this yeah what what year was this I'm not sure it doesn't say okay well per wikipedia yeah i don't think that's quotes, true because she uh, she talks about yeah. um she talks about them being like free like that was the unique thing about them like they didn't yeah. have any ties they weren't contractors for the government they yeah. just helped out because yeah they like solving interesting problems and helping the country. Well, I mean, just reading what Wikipedia has, it, it 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 makes them sound like they're just a bunch of researchers that meet and talk about those kinds of things. But then you you think about Wikipedia and Anybody the, the people can. they they allow to write and change things. There was a There's Chinese that. lady actually who like fabricated all the Wikipedia entries for Russian history. Yeah, like she made everything up. Yeah. And you know they you there's different levels to the Wikipedia editors. Like you can be someone who can go and edit, but your edits can be taken off. Mm-hmm. And there's a point where you get to a point you get to a level where you're kind of an editor that nobody can erase what you write. I believe it. There it, was some guy that he didn't even get paid and he spent like his whole time being a Wikipedia yeah. person. A and Wikipedia person. <laughs> do you think he just had like the old dyslexia? But what? I can't even say the word. Exle- dyslexia? Encyclopedias. Jeez. Oh, well, I was way oh. off. The old books and was just basically entering that information in? Because uh, that's basically know. what it's Why basically a web base of encyclopedias. Use, yeah. You think they just scan it and use a yeah. document reader? Yeah, but then just use a, a program to like. Put it the right way. You know what I mean? What's the word Oh, yeah, for? yeah. Like formatting? Yeah, there you go. Scan so just format it, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I think the Jasons are, I mean, they're they're a legitimate group, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of them, but I guess I, I wasn't too into those kinds of groups before. But I think it's pretty interesting to know about know about them now. And, I mean, it just solidifies our theory that, the government is capable and able to hold in information away from the general public mm-hmm. uh, without it being spread out, you know? Yeah. The uh, They're not with the Department of Defense anymore. As of, like, 2019, they yeah. didn't get their contract renewed. Oh, but they didn't get the contract renewed? No, but the National Nuclear Security Administration came back and gave them an eight-month contract, but mm-hmm. I was like... Well, they're also part of some company. Three years ago. Um, but I can say the the positive thing that's come out of like Jason's is uh, Jason's Deli. They have a really good sandwich. Oh restaurant. yeah, and the movies. Some of them, maybe uh, the yeah. original. I think yeah, I think they may have sold off the rights. They did the originals. Yeah, but it just it was almost classified as a historical document. Yeah, because of, it shows what you know how they handled business yeah 
I mean, I feel like we've been ready, ready, like Jason versus Freddie. Well, the time when what we about the them? They they use the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they they use the, so 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 to go, to get back to uh, to Jasons and and Joseph. Well, the Jasons don't actually use their name. The Jasons they operate under the Mitri Corporation. Or Mitre Corporation. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's M-I-T-R-E. So I felt like you were going to say, this lady has nothing but good things to say, but uh, the book that you reference has a different perspective on the Jasons. Yeah. Uh, one that, obviously, they don't go by the Jasons, even though they... No, they and, do and, go by Jasons. We, but you said that they go by... They're, they're under another corporation. Their the group they is operate. called Jasons, but oh, uh, their corporation okay. is the M-I-T-R-E. I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Like, legally. Okay, Mi- so... Mitri. Carry on. Nonprofit, by so, the way. So, she says, like, the, a lot of the reasons the people don't... The Jason... The people in Jason... I, I'm stumbling my words. I'm going to have to delete this. That's... Uh, I think we're leaving in the... A reason the Jasons also don't want to be known <laughs> is because they're afraid that other, uh, like, terrorists or other countries will come are gonna, after them. Yeah, come after them, They'll, try to kidnap uh, them for their information. Project Paperclip them? <laughs> uh, yeah, or murder them and get information or kinda, kill kinda, their families. Kind of like those families. actual, the, like, you remember how we always talked about how movies have some, like, small truth into them mm-hmm. like i'm trying to think of one of the movies but i can't the whole Anyways, plot Jacob, is that there's the these, whole tangent with there's these the si- well there's <laughs> a, these they're scientists and the scientists have discovered something and the there's a, another country who wants to take over and they're after them and somebody mm-hmm. comes in and and helps them get away yeah and keeps or them, uh yeah. It's like they the whole keep plot. the scientists and like fake their death and they're working on mm-hmm. that project the whole time well she goes on to say that they're also like concerned about the ethical issues because they they created this thing in Vietnam, this line that would detect soldiers crossing over it, and they thought that that would help reduce the bombings in Vietnam, and that the government would only bomb whenever the the Vietnam Army went over the line that they created. But they didn't. They just kept bombing, and then they would even bomb more whenever they'd see something pop up on the line. McNamara line. Yeah, McNamara, whatever. And this guy was actually in the Army or Navy when Vietnam was happening, and he said that it didn't work at all. It was just a waste of money. Oh, so basically it was it, it was a device that never really worked. Yeah. Like well, it it, it worked, junk. but it wasn't useful at all. Yeah, it worked, but it, it didn't serve the purpose that they thought it would. Yeah. So she goes on to say that the Jason Society was, they got their name from one of the scientists. The Their wife was like, oh, you guys should call yourself Jason because originally they were going to be called uh, Sunrise, Project Sunrise or something. That's what the government had given them the name. She was like, and they didn't like the name. She was like, oh, y'all should call yourselves Jason after Jason and the Argonauts. You know, you're on the search for the quest, I guess. Yeah, it's like I'll a Greek search for the quest. Yeah, Greek, um, Greek mythology, mythology thing. Mm-hmm. What's his name again? Jason of the Ergonaut or what? Jason. He's going after the Golden Fleece. Yes, there you go. That's what it is. So this guy's like, oh no, this is like Illuminati. They're the highest branch of the Illuminati, and their name is just a euphemism for their search for knowledge. They're trying to catch the Golden Fleece, and it's just search for knowledge. Oh, okay. So the book that you have, yes, it, the conspiratorial interpretation is more of that they they they're putting themselves out there. Well, they didn't put themselves out there, but people. But they named themselves Jason because they're on the search for truth. Yeah. Yes. So you have two two sides of a coin. One, they want to do better for the world, and they're uh-huh. trying to find the best technology. And then you have the other one that says they're part of the Illuminati, the highest level. Uh-huh. And and what's their what's their point in the Illuminati that this guy is saying? Like what it, what it, what is it that they're trying to achieve besides the highest level? Like what what is their are they trying to find like like most most of the conspiracy theories of of these of different groups are because they're trying to do certain things that 
ended up, you know, we're trying to do good for the world by yeah. cutting half of the population or something, right? What it, What is their intent for, for well, the world? Well, that's the thing about the Illuminati. You don't know their motivations. But what is, what is your book saying that they're... Uh, he doesn't say anything. Oh, he just, like, that was the point is that they're, they're part, part of, of the Illuminati. And they're at the highest level? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> this goes back into the thing Fascinating. About, yeah. So, <laughs> so this goes back into the original thing about the Brotherhood of the Snake and what's their true purpose? Like, what's their God? Mm-hmm. Knowledge. Yeah. So they're on the search for knowledge, so that's why they're part of the Illuminati. So now you see, like, how I spoke about in the in the first part where... One of the words was Elohim, right? Yes. And how it was plural for gods. Yes. And how not necessarily that there's other gods, but people make things and other things their god. These people are making knowledge their god. It's nothing wrong with searching for knowledge, uh-huh. but just to be co- fully consumed in it and 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 making it their god. Yeah. And his thing more so is about. But, but didn't you say that they also were like Satanists who were like. Yeah. Well, that's a conspiratorial on one thing. of the on one of their snakes. like um, the snakes. Yeah, that was one of their. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like fruition stories. You know what I mean, how they came to be and origin what stories. There you go. Their origin stories, like what they do. Well, his thing also is mostly about that. There's a secret society within the government creating technology for them that people don't know about. That's like his big gripe that. There's stuff going on in secret, like technology, be cre- uh, things being funded and created in secret without uh, people's knowledge. Yeah. Well, a lot of that happens even in the regular consumer, right? But Is that it's different cre- when people are creating, trying to create new things, and they want to be the ones to create it, and they don't want anybody. It they don't want it to go out because they want to be the ones to put it out. But it's different because the consumer. They're private companies that mm-hmm. aren't getting government taxpayer money to create these things. Mm-hmm. So the taxpayer is funding secret things that they don't know about. Yeah. Okay. So I think Where is that money that I I came like out of my recent paycheck? Yeah. What is that funding? I feel like there's a lot of companies out be able there to that, vote get for it. that funding funding and research from uh, the government. Well, then they're government contractors. They're not private companies. A lot of them are private companies who take on... Uh, contract I know, for the but government because they're like, oh, I have this, but I need a little more money. Well, we can get it from the government. Let them know what we're doing so we can get some more funding so we can get it, more of that. The but stuff that it's we need. still the point that the government is funding things that people don't know about. Yeah. They're doing things in secret. Okay. Like Area 51 when it was. So a private company can do it, but. Secret. Without government, government taxpayer money. Yeah. Yes. Because it's their money. Okay. So I, what I'm, what I'm, my point, what I'm yes. getting at is that why is one more conspiratory than the other one? Because the other one is using, the government's supposed to be for the people. It's not supposed to be like some secret agency that's doing things in secret behind the people's back. They're yeah. supposed to be working for the people, not working behind the backs of the people. Yeah, I can understand that, but I, I guess my point is, is that if you want to create something and not, you want to... You also want to keep it in some sort of secret so you don't have spies from other countries trying to take that mm-hmm. new technology that you're yeah. coming up with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at some point, you want to keep it a little bit of a secret. Yeah, yeah, uh, I can understand there being secrets like that, Yeah, but not so much like 99% of the other stuff. I, w- <laughs> I would say... At conspiracies. Well, yeah. I, I would say... When we're creating new technology and things like that, we want to kind of keep it a secret to keep it away from the other countries so they don't take mm-hmm. our technology and stuff because China literally takes all of our intellectual properties constantly, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I get the point of where we don't want to be funding some type of thing where it's like we... we a death we, machine. Yeah. Something that we're going to take away like... Like uh, COVID-19 yeah. or something. Exactly. Yeah. Well, why would you even try to look into a death machine anyways? Well, well, I mean, they literally in Canada they made a gaydar. <laughs> that was on one of our everyone. Previous episodes. Everyone wanted to steal that technology, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like those those kinds of things, or weather control, right? Or I mean, that's like COVID nineteen being funded by you, yeah. a lab. I was going to say U.S. lab, but it's Chinese. Lab. I mean, because I mean, if we have weather control, why do we continue to have droughts? 
Uh, to control people. Exactly. So they can move them out of certain areas. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. They have the ability to control the weather, and they're keeping it a secret yeah. to uh, manipulate people. But then again, a lot of times people are willing to be manipulated, right? Yes. Because you look at the current situation, and to go political on it a little bit, is that the Biden administration, uh, our gas prices are so high right now. How high are they? So high. <laughs> I thought that's what you're going for. <laughs> but uh but the whole point like with the with the fuel is we can be a self-sufficient country. You know we're so the largest exporters of oil in the world. It's okay. In the recent years, yeah. Well, and that's the point, right? You're letting your American people suffer. Uh-huh. But yet Russia, Saudi Arabia, all of them are okay to make oil. Yeah, but yes. for some reason we can't make it on our own here. Well, what I read about it was there's a lot of like red tape. So by the time it gets pulled out, manufactured and sent here, we wouldn't be saving that much money. But it's just like it's the dependency is the main point. We yeah. we literally and even then you could the cut price some per the gallon stuff. is a lot cheaper in those countries because it's there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it and one of the things is that we've. Also I the, I the, I agree. The crude is different. I I agree and disagree with the with the premise of the fact that um, I guess that by the time we pull the oil and do it, it you know, it, it's not going to save us money. Yeah. Right now, we're we're constantly losing money. Yeah, and we haven't renewed any of our our previous like uh, leases to do oil. Yeah, so all, oil. it's literally a snap of a finger to renew the license. Do new licensing, so that way we can start. Well, even that, and just oil. like ease up the taxes and everything yeah. to produce oil. Because what I don't understand is they say that, but then they'll bring oil from across the country or exactly. refine it here. So you're literally <laughs> you. They're saying it's faster to just get oil from another country as opposed to just having it here in in house. You know, I think it takes a lot of time to ramp up. Like they have to get the rigs out there. They have to start pumping. So you think that's that takes longer than transporting oil from a whole nother country yes well it's already set up but i can agree it takes we like can a, start maybe a few weeks or I, how long does it take for an oil tanker to get from the u.s to so how long do you think it's going to take to ramp up a oil rig well you got to get uh the documents set up it doesn't take long at all so you're you've worked for an oil company so the paperwork, you know how long it takes no to I, get an oil rig i know set up? i know a I know people who work for an oil company. Uh-huh. And a lot of the thing that's holding them back right now is that a lot of the oil leases have not been renewed and, or are not being given because we don't want to we want to go the green way. But yet we're I think getting oil from other countries. I think countries. you're oversimplifying it. I think maybe there is a way to produce more oil here, but I think you're oversimplifying and think that it can just like it can instantly happen. So, but you're you're oversimplifying the fact that we can easily get oil f- just as fast from another country. Well, there the production is already set up, so all they have yeah. to do is transport it. There was, there's literally people out there right now, if Biden were to give the, the snap of the finger, they would be out and m- producing oil within a week. I don't know about that. The, yes. They said that? Yes. Well, maybe, they are, maybe what they're saying is we're, He's literally tapping into our oil reserves... Because he doesn't want to renew any new licensing or anything like that. I don't know. I don't know then. There's what literally we talking about? I so going to places to pick up loads of pipe and things. There's literally oil equipment sitting there waiting to be used. I believe it. So the the thing of it is, we can be self sufficient here. But what's going on with the government that they're not allowing that those kinds of things to happen? I don't know. Because when you have high gas prices, it means your food consumption goes down. It means your your uh, purchasing goes down. The economy goes down, mm-hmm. right? So in one of the hottest year, years of the summer, they want us to lower our electric bills. Mm-hmm. But yet they want us to buy electric cars. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. What is what is what is the conspiracy that's going on around here? I don't know. Just like beef, they say beef is bad for the if environment. If you don't like 
the gas prices, go buy an electric car. Yeah. Freaking just do it. Oh, by the way, stop using so much electricity. But go ahead and charge up your electric cars. Just charge your electric car and yeah. that's it. Yeah. Turn your turn your breaker back off. Yeah. Turn uh turn your AC and burn up in this heat since we don't just control the car while it's charging, we, turn on the air condition. We don't know how to control the govern uh the weather. And yeah, then we control the weather. Don't you think that's interesting? False. Right? I had a point I was going to Oh yeah, the you mean the, the contradicting thing. information you get of how to Go yeah, green. all the yeah. facts about cows causing climate change are change are wrong. Like they say, like a cow takes a thousand gallons of water, but the water that they use is just rainfall water. They don't actually pump Run the off. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the land that they say, like, oh, uh, ranching takes up so much land, but it's all useless land that people wouldn't use anyways because it's like either rocky or for some other reason that people wouldn't be able to use it. So wait, say that again. Well, I think we said be that smart ranching? enough. Yes, like yeah, like the huge cattle. ranches oh, yeah, that yeah. have thousands of acres. It, there's too much like dense rock, boulders, sand, whatever it is. Yeah. Like the huge prairies of like Kansas or something. It's sand. Like they're there's saying, a lot of sand. Yeah. They're it's saying not, that they could use it to build houses, the land to be, build houses instead of ranching. Like they're just waste. They literally build. They they're constantly building houses everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I know, but. But out in the middle of nowhere is where they want to build houses. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying that's their so argument. So people can yeah, use yeah. more gas to get to where they to, need to yeah, go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. But I, I I think it's just so interesting that you're saying, like, a lot of the stuff, like, they're keeping secret. But now we're just seeing how they're just blatantly putting things out there. And people just are, like, oblivious to, like, what I think what's is happening. happening in, I think what's happening, too, is, like, uh, at least from the company... You know how Apple and, like, all the big companies pretty much got on the leaked train? Like, oh, this accidentally got leaked mm-hmm. just to show off their new product to make it, like, a big teaser? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty, I, I think that's what the government's doing. It's like, it'll get, something will get leaked. Yeah. Willingly. Willingly leaked, which it happens, obviously. Yeah. It's not a freaking secret that they leak things purposefully. Well, I just think it's, it, like, what's the conspiracy? And maybe we, we do this one day. On, like, I guess what fuel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, carbon-based fuel versus electric or okay. green wind or something like that. Yeah, like what really is the difference between what 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 actually causes more uh, earthly issues, right? Yeah, manufacturing the stuff or yeah. using it. Am I? A little bit of an argument because you think about it, it too yeah. is as well as efficient as cars are now versus like 30, 40 years ago yeah. when, oh, we're going to run out of gas. They're just so efficient now. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe that's off putting. Maybe that's know, that's what we should how be. How long things are going to last. Why not try to make things more efficient? Kind of like x rays, like we talked about before previously too, mm-hmm. is that x rays used to literally, when they take x rays, Years later, the people's like arm would fall off because the amount of extra the radiation. radiation that, they I, would uh, hit. I, that I listened to that podcast on my way home from uh, Austin. And, yeah, <laughs> and now we're at a point where one chest X-ray or something is the same amount that you get from being in the sun. Yeah, but right? make sure you put that huge ass lead vest on. W- w- yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's for people who get like. You know, like for us, if we're helping, like yeah, for just X-ray constantly, daily, multiple times, you're doing it constantly, mm-hmm. not for somebody who's going to be like. But why uh, did they put it on you? Like on the well, that's because y- you get to a point where uh, you're putting it on parts that don't need to be X-rayed, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say to just you, block it off completely to block it off, and and a lot of times if they're young or anything, you want to you want to even prevent the the minimal amount of radiation that exposure okay. that's what happened to me when i fractured my arm they put a vest on yeah me. and if it, if all they're doing is x-raying your arm that there's no point of that you don't want to get unnecessary exposure to any part of your body right Got and it. so one of the things you learn is alara which is mm-hmm. as little amount of radiation as possible so right because you don't what you put the shielding on them because that part of the body doesn't need to be radiated. I just want to point out there's a P in there. You didn't. Alara? Yeah. You said as possible. Well, it, <laughs> as little radiation 
uh, Isn't it crazy that we haven't opinion, developed some kind of new technology to look at bones yet? Like we're still using radiation. Do you know that there's a device that you actually, uh, it, it's like an infrared device that you put on your arm so you can find veins? Yeah, I've seen that. It's pretty I cool. know, but I'm talking about bones. Well, I mean, yeah. Bones. My bones. And do you ever think about like if you get a cavity, the dentist drills into your teeth. Mm-hmm. And then seals it up with something. Yeah. Isn't that like people a hundred years from now are gonna be like, you know, people used to have yeah. and they get cavities, they, they used, used to, to drill things into their Oh well tooth? and there is different uh, imaging kind of like MRI where you can see the bones that use oh, mag- so you can magnets. Is it cheap? Uh but radiation it, is just cheaper? Radiation is cheaper, it's quicker, um, and it gives you more detailed image of the bones. So like oh. MRI. So I can be like, I don't want the radiation. Just give me an MRI, and I'll pay for it. Not necessarily, because your insurance would probably be like, no, you're gonna get an X-ray. You can't get an MRI unless they'd be like, the MRI. X-ray, an X-ray is sufficient enough to see what's wrong with your bones. Yeah, and MRI is more to see like the muscles, the ligaments, and things that they see that a lot better. What if what if they just want to see if it broke? Well, and a, a quick X-ray, a quick X-ray. Yeah, but it, it literally takes a second. An MRI is gonna take you 45 minutes in a tube. I also want to point out we've gotten way (laughs) off track of what you were talking about. Yeah, that's true. And I was going to talk about this other guy. Uh I forgot. I got to look up the book and the guy's name. But he said that the world was going to be overpopulated. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a famous book in the 70s. Yeah, Yeah, I heard about that too. We've gotten to a point where it's not... We're we're like, but things are starting to... Population starting to decline. Well, the population started to decline after he wrote his book. And yeah, because it was he it said scared that, everybody. Yeah, he scared everybody and said like, "Oh, the commodity prices were going to go sky high because there's going to be so many people trying to do the commodities." And some economists bet him. And then, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. he was wrong, and people still like get his advice and stuff, even though he's been wrong for like twenty yeah. years. Yeah, and we've gotten to a point where our technology and our our resources on providing food has gone up. Like we've the been able to provide, yeah, and we've been able to provide food to people around the world. But yeah, yeah, they still there's still what it, what were the guidestones? Do you? Yeah, they uh, got blown up. They got blown up. Nobody yeah. knows how they got blown up. Nope. The guidestones were was that? So the guide Georgia guidestones. The Georgia guidestones have like a uh, basically like a, a ten like, commandments of like what needs to happen to like you. if the world would if the world ended they put up these. Uh, stones in different languages. Mm-hmm. Look up what the the guidestone words are. And so the uh, and, and they're so like a big conspiracy thing. And one of the one of the main attractions to the guidestone, well, one of the main things of the guidestones is that they they talk about how it needs to the, like population, the population of, of the, the earth. earth needs to stay below five hundred million. Yeah, and we're already like way past that yeah. into ten billion. Yeah. Literally, China alone has billions of people, but oh, we've yeah. got to stay below mm-hmm. uh, five million. Well, they're saying the entire world. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So they're saying the whole entire world needs to stay below five hundred million, but yet China and India are already over a billion. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so something like back way back when in the seventies they put this up, and more recently people were just caught on to the now that new world order stuff and they yeah <laughs> blew it up because yeah how are we on time by the way uh i think we're a little over about an hour so yeah. here here's uh, what here's i thought we we're gonna be able to talk about the rosicrucians <laughs> but we're well, only gonna get to jason's do you want me to uh go through the 10 things of the rush uh, yeah go ahead we're so, gonna stop at jason's we're not gonna do the rosicrucians okay so here are the here's the 10 uh principles of the georgia guidestones Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Eugenics. Unite humanity with a living new language. One world language. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. One world let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Oh, world court! I one, just said that. One world order continues on. United Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Uh, 
That's running rampant right now. I think that's the next thing on the list that they're working on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Balance personal rights with social duties. And that, that They're pushing that hard for sure. Uh, SJWs. Yeah. Price, truth, beauty, love, seek harmony with the infinite. Oh, Infin- so they, they got like Oh, that's one, like. They got like one hippie, like, what do you want to put in here? That's more yeah. like a Rosicrucian type <laughs> yeah. thing that we'll get into next podcast. Be not a cancer on earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Wow, they said that twice. It's funny how these people, one of the things is that you always think about like how we always are kind of like, oh, humans, we we love each other. We need to be kind to each other. Mm-hmm. And then you get these kinds of things that says, don't be a cancer. Like they literally think human beings on earth are cancers. I think a lot of people think that's terrible. Human beings are cancerous. Yeah, that's terrible. The earth. Like they, they Which think some like are. We, and unfortunately, like a few bad app one or few bad yeah. apples ruined the bunch. Which I can understand. Like obviously there are people out there trying to harm the earth, but at the same time it's like you literally want to get rid of humanity. Like that's or what, like devastate the popul the population. Yeah. Or nature can regrow and take hold back of that's, what it had. That's literally the story of every movie of uh, an evil villain. They constantly want to like their thought of a uh, utopia or a great world is by doing something terrible. Is we're well, gonna it's just getting rid of a lot of mankind. Yeah, is what yeah. it is. And that book I was talking about, that guy's name is Paul Ehrlich. It's called the Population Bomb. Yeah, yeah. Which has shown that it, it we've never reached that, but people still yeah feel strongly about it. It's crazy, right? I think I heard that everybody in the world can fit in Texas. Like, there's enough for every single Space. person in the world. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I think it was, like... And that, that goes to show you, we have plenty of land... Never mind. ...that people aren't <laughs> living on, right? Oh, there word, is. Sorry. No, I, was, I couldn't figure out the word anyways. Yeah. But there's... there's They make it out to be, like, we're overpopulated and things like that, but there's plenty of land, and a lot of it is protected, too. Like, millions of acres... Around the world is protected from Yellowstone <coughs> human uh, devastation, I yeah. guess. You know? Yeah. Kinda well, crazy. my thing is it's just living more like efficiently and less wasteful. Yeah. All right. Uh, we only got to one, but. It yeah. just means more parts. More parts. We're going to talk about the Rosicrucians next week. The Rus- oh, okay. I know a little bit about them. That'd be interesting. Okay, cool, cool. All right, so we want to thank you guys for listening. I'm going to let Jacob hit us, uh, send us off since this was uh, his podcast. Yep, Uh, another week, another (laughs) far-out conversation. (laughs) All right.